welcome to the next episode. I'm really, really excited to chat this one through with you guys today. This is going to be a parenting tool that will hopefully very much change uh, the dynamics in your home. Uh, It's not just going to improve your everyday rhythms and routines and reduce the power struggles, but I fully, fully believe that this one really helps to strengthen the relationship because you are working with your child rather than against them. So it's a big win, 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 win in my opinion. So without further ado, the strategy that we're going to be chatting through today is first and then or when and then. So both ways work, just pick one and stick with it for the sake of consistency. Um, I know that uh, the kindy (laughs) that my kids go to um, will use when and then, and for me, I've always used first and then. Look, at the end of the day, they still know that we all mean business when we're using these strategies. So they will, they'll just, yeah, they'll just fall into line. So don't stress about it too much. Just pick one um, and as be as consistent as possible. It's also just gonna help it roll off your tongue a little bit easier in those moments, especially when you're very close to flipping your own lid. Um, so Steph, have you heard about this, um, this strategy before, first and then or when and then? Yeah, totally. I use it in my house all the time. It's an absolute game changer. It's amazing, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So something so simple that literally can just make life so much easier for everybody. Totally. Cool. All right. So this strategy is a way more helpful alternative to if you're good, you'll get an ice cream or if you don't sit up at the table, there's no lollies or... If you're not behaving, we're not going to the beha- to the park. You know, these are these typical kind of bribery and corruption kind of <laughs> kind of vibes, and even like and even threats, right? We want to really try and avoid that kind of thing being irregular in our home. But they're also fairly unattainable for our little people. So toddlers are going to have zero concept of time. So expecting them to number one wait and two fully understand what being good and behaving actually is in this age and stage it's really just a recipe for a meltdown and then everybody everybody's just going to fall apart um so we need to get really clear and we need to get really specific um with our kids when we use a when and then or a first and then it's generally going to be so much more successful because you're not nagging you're present when you're going through this and you're inviting cooperation and hopefully some motivation to to work with you as well as you working with your child. You're providing a choice and then you're waiting and you're seeing it through. So something that we say a lot in our family is if you're not prepared to um, to follow through with something that you're about to say, then don't say it. Uh, because otherwise you end up saying it 20 times and really you could have gotten away with saying it once or twice and then following through and the whole thing was behind you years ago. <laughs> Do you find the same, Steph? Totally. It's something that I'm, um, I chat to people, other people who look after my kids a lot about as well. I'm like, no, don't, don't say that you're not going to let them do something that you're absolutely going to let them do. You know, you need to, you need to mean it when you say it. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Like your words but definitely yeah, no, have to it's... mean something, don't they? Oh, a billion percent they do. And yeah, I, I'm, definitely trying to you know I was very much so in the whole threats and all of the things because that's how we were brought up right like it's that subliminal programming but that's how we were we were brought up as kids and that's you know even now that's it's it's a default isn't it 
it's like, oh, if it's you really easy. This, or like, oh, yeah, it's so easy to fall into it. So the first then, then or when then then is like such a such a real game changer because it really makes you think about what you're saying and you're like, no, okay, I'm mean, gonna think this through before I actually say it to make sure it's not a threat. It's a mm. you know, it's it's simply a consequence of their actions and you know, consequences are fine. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So I've got a couple of examples. One would be when your shoes are on, then you can play outside. Super easy. When you've washed your hands, then you can eat. When I've done the dishes, then I'll come play Lego. So this is a really good one because you can use it yourself as a parent. So like when I've done something that I really don't want to do but needs to be done, then I'll come play with you. Okay, it's a bit of a deal sweetener um, and it often can just help our kids chill out a little bit with the whinging and the whining and the nagging of us to come and do something when we're quite not quite available yet but it's a really good way to set a boundary and grant a wish at the same time which is something that we can talk about on another episode it's another really good um, parenting tool so another few we've got first seatbelt seatbelt on then car toys um car toys is one that i actually recommend to a lot of my clients who have difficulties with their kids transitioning into the car i always say get a box of fiddly fun only in the car car toys um and then you can use that as a deal sweetener so it's like seatbelt on then get then we can choose a car toy so it's the good stuff it's the stuff that they don't get to have all of the time it's just when they're in the car um that's often quite a, a good um a good strategy to use just as a circuit breaker if you're finding it's a pain in the ass getting kids into their seats in the morning when you're trying to leave the house um <laughs> the next one is first put your cars in the box then you can have tv First, brush your teeth, then we'll read a story. So it's really simple. It's a fairly straightforward and easy switch up of your language, and it really will change the entire dynamic in your household. Um, So your when or your first is basically the task that you want your kiddo to do or that you need to finish off doing. And then the then is the activity, the request, the privilege, or whatever it is that your child will be motivated by. Have you got any examples of using this recently, Steph? Um, yeah, a lot of ours is like, you know, once you've cleaned up your toys, then we can mm. put the television on or then we can go for a swim. <laughs> um, I think we're very much in this stage at the moment with our five-year-old where he loves being like, but I don't want to clean up. But <laughs> that's boring, but that's going to take so long. Um and like, that's, that's a five-year-old thing so. in our house too. <laughs> totally. And it's very much so a thing that can come up, I think, and it can, it may sort of make you feel like this isn't working because they just wind so much about having to mm-hmm. do the when um, that they completely lose sight of the then. Um, so and the more consistent that, I think you use it, like the better it, the better it gets, totally. the better it gets, the better it gets, Yeah. Totally. I think something that I've been using recently, if you do have this problem in your household, because it's realistically, it's a problem that will come up. Um, and these strategies are great until they don't work the first time. And then we're like, crap. Um, but I've sort of started saying to them things like, I know, you know, that we think cleaning up's boring. Can we use a timer? Can we dance while we do it? What if mommy helps you? Put the music um, on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know that you find it a little bit boring, but you know, we all need to work together to keep the house clean, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But another thing I found, uh, Dr. Siggy does it. Dr. Siggy's amazing. I absolutely mm-hmm. adore her stuff. Um, but she says, 
I know that you think that if you keep on asking me that it's going to change my answer, but my answer is this. And it helps you to really reinforce that boundary without getting caught into the whole, like giving reasons as to why they should, Mm. they should be doing it's like, because you because you need to clean the house or I don't know because mummy doesn't want to do it I don't know because daddy's at work I don't know because blah blah, blah. and like I just so much like so much drama 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 drama, drama. Yeah, yeah yeah just cut the like cut just, the crap out of it yeah just yeah. clean your freaking toys up <laughs> yeah <laughs> not that hard I know this morning I folded some washing and I said to my daughter I said can you go and pop your washing into your drawers and she does a beautiful job with it usually she popped them on her bed and she walked back out and she goes no don't really feel like um putting my clothes away right now mum I think I'll do it later and I was like oh well I'm gonna have to turn this tv off until it's done and then like quick smart it's like problem solved but god it was I was like oh nice try sweetheart <laughs> anyway yeah, I've got a few Oh my god! Oh, you gotta love them. It's so good, and you can get yeah. it. I don't like doing jobs either. I don't want to do the washing, but you know, let's have some clean clothes to start the week at totally. least. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've got a few extra tips that we can um, we can yeah to keep in mind to make sure that we're actually using this really really effectively. And please understand and know that everything that you do in your parenting, it's always going to take practice. Um, and the more that you do it, the more confident that you get with it and the more your children start to relax into that being something that is part of your daily rhythms and routines. So um, always as a caveat, usually through my consults with clients, um, it's always like be prepared for things to get a bit harder before they actually get any better. Um, because where the, when you're putting a boundary in place where there wasn't previously a boundary, there's usually quite a fallout from that. But it's mm. that's the indication to keep pushing on through. So I've got five tips. One, after you've given that when and then or first and then instruction, please stop talking. Please stop talking. We will chat about this in another episode. Take a breath. Count to 10 or 15 or sing a, a, a song in your head or a rhyme or whatever, whatever it takes to give yourself and your children um, space to process what you have asked. Um, very, very easy for us parents to just jump on them the split second they have, you've given them an instruction and they've not moved within like 0.2 of a millisecond. And that's just not how their brains work. And honestly, that's not how my mum brain works because if I was distracted by something and my, my husband's trying to like talk to me, usually he said like a whole two sentences before I look up and I go, what did you say? Okay. I always say that, like, I always say the same thing. If I'm in the middle of, you know, trying to clean up the kitchen or whatever, don't come and disturb me. I will talk to you when I'm done. So it's, yeah, I totally get like, you know, to them, their little game is as important as us cleaning up the kitchen. It's really, it helped, it's helped me a lot to keep that in mind. Yeah. I keep going back to this now when my kids kind of come in, because they're sort of getting the whole interrupting thing. I'm like, hold your thought, just hold your thought and I will come back to you. Um, and it's starting to work really, really well because of that stuff really shits me. Anyway, um, but our kids need time. They need time, like time, 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 time to process the instruction, let it sink in, and then make a choice and respond. So just give them time. And it also just saves your nagging. It saves your blood pressure from going through the roof. Um, and hopefully everything kind of just can chill out from that point on. Number two, please keep it short and simple. Stop overcomplicating your instructions. I personally live for five words or less. Um, It's not always possible. And sometimes our kids need 
a little bit more context or understanding around the situation, you know, or a bit of negotiation even, especially as they're heading into school age. And negotiation is a really important skill that we give our kids uh, and we work with them on. Um, But just keep it really short, simple, plain, clear language, um, a start instruction rather than a stop instruction. Mm. Stop running around the house. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's that's on repeated. Stop hurting your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's such like you have to change your whole mindset and it's reframe so everything. Yeah, mm. and I think it's like it's really important to remember that any change is going to trigger really uncomfortable feelings for both you and your child, and that's what Court was talking about earlier, where it gets harder before it gets easier, and you will have days where you're sitting there like, this doesn't work, this is stupid, I hate this, it's just easier to yell and make threats and blah, blah, blah. But But that doesn't work either, just to be clear. (laughs) It really doesn't. It really doesn't, and it just makes you feel worse. So it is important that when we are making change, and I say this to all my clients as well, that you prepare that you're going to have fallout in your own mind as well, and you're going to sit there like, this. yeah, this sucks, I hate this, I don't want to do it, and your body is going to want to divert back to where it was because that's where it's comfortable. Even though it's not working and and you feel like crap about it, it's what your body knows, it's what your mind knows, it's the patterns that you know. And ultimately your brain wants to keep you safe. A hundred percent. It's the whole shark music thing that I go through with my um, circle of security parenting um, program with the parents. And it's like a seemingly safe scenario or situation is going down, but you're hearing your shark music over it. Totally. And so then it's becomes like this big overreaction your escalation. Shark yeah, shark that. music is such a good one. I know, I know, it's so good. I get so many aha moments when they're like, oh, oh my God, you're so right. Mm. All right, number three, how you give that instruction will count. Um, I feel like this one I need a reminder of all the time because I think when you're just going through the day-to-day life, it's just like, I can't be bothered doing this stuff. Like just listen the first time. But uh, just taking that extra bit of effort is going to make a difference. So avoid yelling from the other room. It's not going to work. It also doesn't work if I try it on my husband. My husband tries it on me. Usually he gets a bit of a smart-ass response to fuck off. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. Um, so if it's not going to work on him and it's not going to work on me, then don't expect it to work on your kids. Like, seriously, don't expect it to work on your kids. So there's two parts to this. Proximity. Be close to your child when you're giving them the instruction. Try to do some eye contact. Try to be on their level. Get them to focus in on you before you even start talking. Okay, that's the first part. And tone is the second part. So tone. When you come from a powerful place as a parent and you're fully backing yourself and you're feeling empowered in your parenting, uh, your instructions are going to sound confident, calm and assertive you're going to sound like you're in control of the situation and then your children aren't going to go they're like dogs like they smell fear <laughs> so if you're coming in going i kind of really want you to do this but i'm really expecting you just to like yell and scream in my face and then throw something at my head like if you're that's going exactly in with that did. yeah then that's what's <laughs> going to happen 100 percent. so they will smell fear give yourself a, like give yourself a pep talk before you go in and use that or just don't just tidy the toys away if you can't be bothered with the rigmarole today and that's okay too like honestly totally. once you've got some wins under your belt you're gonna yeah it'll boost your confidence you'll be able to move forward and your kids will start to relax and fall into that 
you know, um, that feeling of safety, like mum and dad know, I know what mum and dad are saying, they mean it, they're going to follow through with it. Okay, cool. Let's just do it the easy way. Yeah, That's totally. the goal. Yeah, you're better off doing it like, you know, once a day at first, if that's all that you can muster and doing it properly than trying Mm -hmm. to apply it everywhere and only getting it working half the time because, yeah, then they're going to be like, you know, well, mum didn't follow through last time, so Mm -hmm. she's Mm -hmm. full of shit this time, basically. Pick one thing. Pick one thing and just focus Mm -hmm. on the one thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 100%. Okay, cool. Last two we've got. Number four is um, you might need to repeat the instruction after you've given a really good chunk of wait time and that's okay just to repeat the instruction it doesn't need to mean anything it just needs to be a an opportunity for them to try again um without having yeah without having all this meaning attached to it like you're so naughty you never listen to me blah 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 okay so okay to repeat the instruction and number five is if you've set the boundary as in you've set them with the task and they're not going to get what they want until they're done they've done what that you've been asked you've asked them to do words come out of my mouth please (laughs) stick with the boundary though usually um when you have said something the best thing usually is to um is to obviously follow through with that it's going to prevent ongoing battles escalations tantrums increased intensity of all of the above so you'll move again your words just have to mean something because when they do your kids can trust it and relax into it so that's pretty much all i needed to say about today's episode (laughs) i hope this has um yeah i hope this has been really helpful go forth give this a red hot crack feel free to jump into our dms at any stage let us know what has worked for you um and any scenarios we'd love to share those with our community totally especially if you've got a tricky one where it hasn't worked so well um, mm. you know, because I think we need to talk about the losses as much as we do the wins. It's very, mm-hmm. it's very easy to get caught up in all of these strategies and be like, oh, well, the person on Instagram or that podcast said that it would work easily. Yeah. So I think that when we can start troubleshooting things and be like, okay, well, what could we have done better? Like you can, mm. you can go back and look at it. You know, we're always happy to sort of lend a pair of eyes or whatever here and there, um, yep. or like chat it through with friends, chat it through with you know, somebody who's supportive of these sorts of strategies and be like, hey, can you, you know, sort of give me some pointers on where you think I went really well, where I went wrong. Like, you know, if your hubby's in the house or your partner mm. or whoever's in the house, you know. Yeah, get like people that, on your team. Totally. But yeah, I think the biggest mm. thing is just to make sure that that consequence is something that you can follow through with. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say it. Don't say it unless you're willing to follow through. Absolutely. (laughs) Awesome. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Have a great week and I suppose weekend, closer to the weekend. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.